Hello there to anyone who is listening right now. My name is Matt. Welcome to the Scare Squad podcast. This is just a little preface to the episode that you're about to listen to. Basically, the three of us on this podcast have never done anything to do with podcasting at all before. So if the quality sounds a little bit off, it's because we could only afford one microphone between the three of us. And yeah, so if it sounds a little bit off, don't worry. Hopefully it's not going to be too bad for you. Believe me, in the future, we are planning on sorting that out. But for now, we hope you enjoy listening. Make sure to follow us at the Scare Squad Pod on Instagram. And now, enjoy the show. Okay, cool. So, this is the first episode of the Scare Squad podcast. Uh, my name is Matt. My name's Charlie. And I'm Derek. And we're here with Kylo the Kitten as well, who is our little team mascot. Um, just to sort of introduce what this podcast is itself, basically, it's just a bunch of mates chatting about all things horror, whether it's horror films, um, scare mazes, games, music, stuff like that. Anything we fancy, we'll pretty much go from there. So, um, first off, I'm just going to say, kind of just open it up to the guys of what's your opinion on horror in general? I guess I was first uh, introduced into um uh, the style of horror i guess when i was younger and my dad and i used to watch uh, the x-files uh, nice. tv series with Gillian anderson and uh, david jacobney um from there on uh, i found my own way into it i mean my parents wasn't interested in uh, in horrors so if we would ever watch anything together that sort of style it would be ghosty kind of films and um and so because i was the only one in the family who is interested i guess i just used to rent them from blockbuster because i'm that old now mm. and um and watch stuff like uh, the amateur horror all the way up to more recently i watched uh finally i watched the uh saw franchise oh wow only recently only recently uh, about a month ago and personally um, it wasn't that good. <gasps> oh, my heart. Well, well, we'll get more onto Saw later, believe me. Definitely. It's one of my top picks. But yeah, I guess it was kind of uh, annoying in a sense because if friends or family uh, came up and said, shall we watch a film tonight? Sure. What shall we pick? Uh, I would always say horror and it would always end up being like a comedy or a drama. So mm-hmm. I just end up watching horror by myself. I like that, but sometimes watching horrors by yourself is a bit more fun as well. Definitely. I mean, sometimes it's better with someone else because you get that sort of camaraderie of watching something. Yeah. But no, I, I like watching them on my own sometimes. Mm. You know, it's just more chilling. And then, yeah, it's yeah. more chilling. If you watch it with someone who's scared of horror, it's also quite funny. True. You're like yeah. looking after them and they're like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what, what about you, Derek? Horror in general, I just, I find them quite enjoyable. Obviously, I don't get scared easy, so I can find myself watching them and just getting like sort of drawn into it and not yeah. like getting jump scared really easy because of yeah. my hearing. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you're deaf, you can only hear in one ear, so... Yeah, and then if I watch it with subtitles, it doesn't help because it comes up with subtitles, but I was like... Oh, right, yeah, so you can tell when it's about to happen. I <laughs> yeah, so I don't ruined it. What about stuff like that? Oh, that's uh, hilarious. It's a bit annoying, so I just watch them, they don't scare me at all. But yeah, like, I don't know about you guys, I feel like... Horror kind of runs my life. Right. Um, well, clothing, what I listen to and stuff like that is, tends to always be, yeah, my job. I do work in a bit of a uh, scary sort of job, um, which is good fun. Um, but yeah, I get to scare people an awful lot. Mm. Um, but yeah, you know, 
darted around. I just love collecting horror stuff and bits and pieces. And mm, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, Charlie, you kind of hit on um, my next question actually of what got you into horror films in the first place and stuff like that. But you kind of went on the X Files, and it, it's funny because a yeah. lot of people think X Files is purely just sci-fi, but there's some genuinely horrific episodes. I, I mean, there was one that wasn't allowed to be played on TV for a long time. Um, that was about, <laughs> it was like a hillbilly family, like, a, and it, it featured a lot of incest in there. I you can remember that personally one. Personally, don't rem- remember that one. Um, right, yeah. I, I certainly did watch a lot of them, um, but from memory, certainly not all of them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I guess it's not really quite a horror genre, I guess. Like, as you just mentioned, it's more sci-fi. Um, but from what from what I remember watching them as, it was like alien and paranormal yeah. style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess that was just my introduction into horror. From, yeah, from there on, I started watching, uh, well, even younger than that, I was watching Courage the Cowardly Dog. And, right, yeah. And, and so, looking back on that now, thinking and seeing it, it's like that's actually you kind of how messed up it actually is. Definitely. Right, it's, yeah. Yeah, just uh, from there on. Yeah, there's all sorts of different kind of um, horror, sci-fi, thriller based uh, TV shows and films. Yeah. Yeah, Derek. What about you? You know what? What? got you into horror in the first place? Like, um, can you cast your mind back to that yeah. time? So, um, my earliest memory of horror is, um, is when, like, my parents were, like, divorced and I would used to go see my dad. He would, like, be downstairs watching TV and I'd be upstairs and I'd look through his DVD collection and just pick out a horror. And I was, like, maybe 11, 12, and I just started watching them because it's all he had. Right, I think, yeah. I think Charles Play was probably the first sort of horror I'd probably watched. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that's quite an intense one for your first Yeah, like, I think I watched like the whole lot of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, because all, all he has was horror, so I was like, okay, I might as well watch him, and then I just yeah. went into him. Oh, mad. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, how about you, Matt? What's the first one that you ever watched? It's funny, because uh, both of you have kind of hinted on the same thing of, like, from quite a young age, you watched them. And, you know, I, there's a lot of people that I meet that talk about horror films and it's like, oh, yeah, I used to, you know, sneak downstairs whilst mum and dad were watching them and I sort of saw my first horror film watching it like that. And it's like, for me, I think my, my parents were never big horror fans or anything like that. My my mum recently watched The Shining for the first time <laughs> and said that she found that absolutely terrifying, which just baffles me completely. But... Um, you know, I genuinely don't think I really watched horror films until I was into my late teens or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know, probably casting my mind back, the the first properly horror film would have been the first Saw because I think those those kind of films around that time, because you had like Saw came out and then it was Hostel and um, Human Centipede. You know, you know the ones yeah. that like at school people would be like, oh my god, it was so gory and it was so grim and all that. Yeah. I think that's what sort of drew me to them in the first place was because it was this kind of, oh my god, you have to see it to be able to talk to us about it kind of thing. And that's where it, it first came to me. So I think I definitely went straight into like gore kind of stuff. But I mean, there, there were bits and pieces that sort of throughout my childhood, I do remember um, 
I mean, I think on holiday once, my, my dad told me about what happened in Hannibal, the second film in that whole series of films, and um, I remember having just pure nightmares about it. It's the, the scene where um, Hannibal slices the guy open and then shoves him out a window and hangs him, mm-hmm. and his guts just fly out onto oh, like yeah. I think the city of some Italy Italian street or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I sort of I was kept away from horror, and then as sort of as soon as I was sort of like rebelling, fifteen or sixteen or whatever, that's where I really went into this, and I guess my my phase of loving that stuff has never really ended, and I've kind of yeah. kept to it. And just uh, mentioning on what you said about the kind of films that you started watching, um, being Human Centipede and Saw, that mm. kind of era. Yeah, same with me. There were uh, there were definitely a lot of people in my year of school mm. um, uh, that would always be watching trailers of the new gory film coming out and at the time I thought like that's just weird looking yeah I mean like the human centipede now yeah I still haven't seen it and wish not to right I've yeah I've seen the trailer and that's enough for me but yeah again with Saw it just wasn't that much for me personally yeah but um yeah, like a lot of people were talking about it and I didn't see much of it at the time. I was still kind of uh, in the, um, into films and TV shows based on like ghosts. Yeah. I've always been mainly uh, concentrated and interested in ghost style films. Yeah. Um, but then again, more recently, uh, when we did the uh, It Double Bill, like just a... Oh my god, yeah. About, uh, yeah. about this time last year, I think it was. Yeah. Um, and and that was insane. Mm. Um, but yeah. Yeah, we we should probably touch on that. Like as a as a collective, the three of us have done quite a lot of horror stuff together now. Mm. Um, I mean, for the last couple of years, last well, two three years, yeah, we we did like scare mazes and stuff like that, haven't we? We've done them more we've than done like, escape room. Me and Derek have done them more than. Yeah, myself. Us and Charlie. Yeah. But you, you've come along with us on quite a few of them now. Yeah, I think my first ever scare maze? Yeah. Am I right in saying it was probably Tully's? Yeah, I think Tully's was the first one. Was that two years ago then? One or two? No, I think that was last year. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. Tully wasn't with us last year, he was in Canada, so the year before. Oh right. my god, so we, we've done Tully's for quite a... Yeah, blimey. Well, I'm and then this year yeah. we can do it because of... <laughs> well, yeah, because of um, it was. Yeah, it happened at the moment. Um, so, yeah, we've we've done... And t- yeah, Tully's. Uh, we've done yeah. uh, Fight Nights recently at Thought Park. Yeah, we did Festival just uh, about... It was actually a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. So, a week ago. A week ago today. week today. Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, <laughs> literally a whole week ago we were getting in the queue for one of our scare mazes. Yeah. Which is hilarious. But, um, yeah. Escape rooms, the one down in Bournemouth. Oh my yes, god! That's right. yes. yeah. yeah, we did Ouija. Um, yeah, in Bournemouth, that was quite an insane evening, wasn't it? Yeah, freaky. Yeah, because to to most people, escape rooms are just solely, you know, a set location on one floor. Yeah. Where you do loads of different puzzles and stuff like that, and then. Um, basically but, from location A to location B. Yeah, but but Ouija was setting up a whole house, wasn't it? it was, oh yeah. You entered through the front door, no one even greeted you. No. It was a voice recording. Yeah, covered two floors and 
uh, maybe five or six different rooms. Yeah, yeah. And a tunnel you had to crawl through to get from one room to the, uh, to the next. Yeah, whilst getting chased by someone before being chased by someone. Yeah. yeah. And then hiding in the next room and then getting you when you least expect it. Yeah, it was pretty horrific, wasn't it? Yeah, I forgot yeah. that we'd even done that. I know that they've got another one there, so we'll definitely have to go and make a, a trip now. Mm-hmm. And to go and do it but yeah so yeah and then as you mentioned we went and saw um when it too was coming out the yeah. the local cinema was doing you watch the first one and then 20 minute uh, 20 minute interval yeah. and then the second one that was quite that was a bloody long night wasn't it oh but my <laughs> it, it was worth it that was a good film and i mean uh, yeah. what what's your kind of opinion on the not so you know because everyone when you say horror they think of like it being 18 rated and all of that and I mean, I think I still think it was a 15 or whatever because it's still got some bits and pieces to it. But yeah. what do you think of the the lower the lower graded, you know, BBFC, you know, the 12s and 15s when it comes to horrors? Personally, uh, I guess depending on on your age, depending on how you see films, your personality and everything, horror could be all sorts of different things. I mean, if you're for example, ten years old, a mm. horror could be like <laughs> debatably probably one of the uh, Scooby Doo films. I guess yeah, at that yeah. kind of age, five, I, ten I years old. I genuinely think when when the first Scooby Doo film came out, my parents took me to see that in the cinema, mm. and there were some genuinely scary kind of bits in there. Yeah, I think freaky, yeah, yeah. There's a whole bit when they're in like the main restaurant place of the spooky island that they're at oh, yes. and one of, one of them looks out the window and there's just one of those creatures just staring in through the window and it's yeah. like even though it's a scooby-doo film at the age of like i must be like eight or ten at yeah, that yeah, point yeah. it was pretty yeah you didn't really expect it to come from a film like that and it's like yeah but Derek, what, what about you do you what's your opinion on the sort of 12 a's and the 15 kind of horrors um from my personal view, I think like with the 18 one, there's normally like a lot more gore and like blood in it, whereas like yeah. the 15 rated ones, they tend to be like more sort of jump scary. Yeah. They're like a bit more sort of sort of intense, I find. Yeah, I 15 think ones. that is what raises those up, I think it is, is the gore content. I think yeah, it's sort because of... um, there was one that's a 15, um, I think it's, I can't remember what it's called. But it's, um, basically, it's, um, the lady, she like she pisses off this gypsy woman and she gets the button as a curse. Oh, that's... Um, drag Me to Hell, I think. Drag Me to Hell. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. like 15, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And that's like quite yeah. creaky. Um, yeah, and it's definitely... Like, I watched... Um, I think I've told you guys about watching this one of um, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Oh, yeah, recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah I watched that just a couple weeks ago. And I mean, I've got a feeling that one's a 12 or whatever, but I was... Um, watching a thing about it like a behind the scenes and it literally is only a 12 because there's no gore in it but it's still quite unsettling at times like there's full-on jump scares the creatures that are in this are, are pretty horrible there's like a dismembered man that puts himself back together again and <laughs> yeah I mean it, it's kind of horrific but it's you know because there's no gore so the, there are times where sort of 12 A's and stuff like that are still pretty um, pretty decent yeah, I guess it um, depends on the person who uh, uh, depends on the on the viewer. I mean, mm. um, yeah, the content like it could sure well be gory uh, to some extent, but it could still yeah. be a twelve A. It's just yeah. um, very very strange uh, categories and and ratings. They they all uh, sort of direct to be. Yeah, yeah. 
And then so, what about old horror films as well? Do you guys have any experience of watching the sort of like... I loved them when I was younger, but watching them now, I find they've just outdated themselves. Right, okay. Me. Like, I yeah. just find myself laughing. And what sort of ones do you mean? Like, are you talking about the 80s or all the way back to the 60s or even like the 30s? I think probably horrors? like the 70s, 80s. Probably. Right, yeah, you don't find them scary anymore. No, like they're that. just like... Because obviously special effects have come a long way. Just watching yeah. some films nowadays, you're just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing about um, uh, horror films that came out back then uh, compared to now, is that people who watched it in the cinema on maybe VHS at the time, um, when they came out, they were the scariest things and they did get yeah. Freaked, yeah. Uh, freaked and creeped out yeah, just as yeah. much as we would with our generation yeah content now yeah because uh totally totally uh agreeing with what you said derek is like when i watched the shining for the first time and saw the two girls at the end of the uh, uh corridor mm. it wasn't scary the blood um rushing through the corridors in the hotel again wasn't scary it's just Matey uh, uh, chopping down the door saying, "Here's Johnny again." Not scary. Yeah. It, it's just. But it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. The The Shining is a funny one because so many people quote it as being scary, and it's like, I think all three of us would agree The Shining to us is not scary. Yeah. But to my mum, when I was talking to her about it the other day, she said she was hiding behind a cushion for most of the time, mm. and it's just like, I, I, as you said, there's nothing particularly scary. I don't know whether it's. Like, the scariest thing is probably the old lady in the oh shower. in the bath yeah, yeah that's pretty grim that's probably yeah. yeah but I it's it's not um, I think Kubrick was just really good at building tension within it and I think that's what people get scared by a lot is because there's so much of like tension building that you start to worry of like well when's this tension going to be snapped and something's going to happen yeah. but I don't know I find the film never really pays off that much. I mean, I don't want to bash it too much in case there's Kubrick fans that track us down and uh, <laughs> knock down our doors. It is a classic. <coughs> for, yeah. for certain, it is a classic. Yeah. But I guess um, what you find scary is mm. what you're used to at the time. Um, for, well, I think I remember my dad saying uh, that when he... When he was travelling in South Africa, he went to see Poltergeist. Oh, original. nice. And I think that was 1982, if I'm correct. Yeah. Um, he went to see that in the cinema, and that was the scariest mo- uh, movie, even today, that he's ever seen. Right, he, yeah. He even mentioned that there was uh, uh, a woman uh, also in the audience. She got up and said, practically, fuck this and left because she because it was just too scary for her right yeah but nowadays like when i go to see uh the woman in black which for me personally is my favorite horror film nice um 2012 or something with daniel radcliffe um, yeah for me that was personally my favorite and at the time scariest horror film i've ever seen yeah it just yeah. it's just what you're used to and as you said derek depends on the special effects that they have at the time mm. and it's just what's new and what's different can defer the scariness and fear in you. I mean, Poltergeist is a great one. Like, I, I think Poltergeist genuinely stands up as still scary. 
because um, there are some like you know the the clown doll that attacks a child is just yeah. one of the most horrific things oh, I've yeah. ever seen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I haven't watched that film in a long time now, but I saw the remake. Well, that one is back. awful. Is it not good? It is not scary. At the all. remake, I found it not scary at all. It was hilariously bad. 50-50 for me. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like the clown wasn't scary. Mm. Oh, do they still try to go through with rehashing everything that was in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know why that I've, I've not seen that one, but I think it's just sometimes I do get a bit of the whole remake of horror films just don't stand up for me and I'm just like I would rather the Charles Play remake was good as, as in the the AI Chucky yeah one yeah I you know what I thought that was really good it, it got bashed a lot because it wasn't the Charles Lee Ray uh, soul inside a dummy or whatever but I think as uh, if you think of it as like a, a Black Mirror esque version of a horror film I thought that was pretty decent actually mm-hmm. I've only seen Charles Play too, so I can't really comment on on any of those. That's a good film, to be fair. Yeah. Is it? Is that the one where it's set at the boarding school? Or am I too far ahead? No, I might be on Charles Play three. I think a store blows up at some point. Yeah, no, it's probably not the same <laughs> one. I th- it must be Ch- um, Charles Play three. I think the the kid goes off to. Military so, camp. Yeah, yeah. Is that the one that I'm thinking of? Yeah, number three is military camp. Yeah, yeah. of course, yeah. I'm asking the, the guy who watched them when he was a kid. Of course, you know exactly what they were. Yeah. But yeah, cool. Um, so heading on to our next subject, we kind of hit on that earlier that we went to Thorpe Park Festival. It's not Fright Nights this year because they wanted to sort of differentiate it during uh, COVID because they couldn't really do the same normal stuff. So this year they had two scare mazes um, that you had to pay for, which is the first year that they've actually done paying for scare mazes. Um, And then they did um, scare zones. I found it a lot more enjoyable than last year. Because obviously with the COVID restrictions and less capacity, it was so much more enjoyable. Yeah. Because you got more chance to enjoy it. And obviously with the scare actors wandering, that's just... Yeah, that was really cool. They they had so we'll go through the scare zones. So there was um, the crows, who that was a roaming scare zone, wasn't it? It was just a, loads of people dressed up as horrific scarecrows just wandering around and yeah, they just did their own thing. Yeah, that was quite cool, wasn't it? We um, then you had the the two rival uh, schools. You had Lycanthorpe High, which was the werewolves, and Amity High, which was the vampires. Um, and the, the vampire one, they did like a dance show, didn't they? Which we, we saw that twice in the end, because we saw yeah, one right twice. at the start of the day. And then uh, we thought, we'll go back when it's dark and watch that. Much better when it was dark. It yeah, was, wasn't it? Yeah, because yeah, they had a proper light show going on as well. And smoke and the exploding yeah. uh, American football. Oh, yeah. They had the yeah exploding American football. That's always fun. Um, yeah, and other scare... They had the, so the festival itself. Which actually, that, that was pretty cool, wasn't it? Where it had sort of all the freaks the freak show. roaming about. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the freak show. The, yeah, there was a guy that kind of looked yeah, like the a... the flexible guy who was just really creepy. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, the master of all of them kind of looked like uh, one of the guys that we used to work with. <laughs> he did, didn't he? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, you kept pointing out, oh, he looks like that one. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All these different that... characters just, as you said, just roaming around the place. Doing their yeah, own we, we got our future. Like, we had a woman come up with 
tarot cards and she told us what we saw in our futures and all that. I forgot what mine was already. My, mine was something to do with, um, I was like turning a corner that was going to be a positive change in my life. Oh, I was like, I could bloody well do with that. <laughs> um, especially with everything that's gone on this year. Um, Covid's kind of ruined just about everything for everyone. And mine was something and about um, bees. Yes. It was, yeah, it was to watch out for bees. And then it was like, do you like bees? I was like, yeah. Yeah, Derek, yeah. Derek was like, yeah, I like bees. And she's like, watch out for bees. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Well, it's a good thing um, I didn't pay for your advice then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and what, so there was also, oh yeah, Creek Freaks Unleashed. So the, um, the hillbilly characters from one of the mazes last year. Um, it was kind of a walk around and they had chainsaws and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, walk through kind of. Um, yeah. yeah. And they always went for you, Matt. They did, yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a tiny man and uh, to most scare actors that means... A target. Oh, yeah, I'm a target. All the time. Every time. And I was never a target and I'm a big guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. It's like, are you going to pick on the five foot five one or the six foot two or whatever you are? And it's like, I think they're going for the titchy guy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I poo myself every time we went through it. I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Uh, we went through that one about four times, I think, in the end. And then I remember I said to Charlie, oh, should we go do it again? And Charlie just looked at me and was like, nope, nope, we've overdone that one. No, and then we, we had to go through it after one of the scare mazes. Oh, I couldn't believe that. Yeah, platform 15, you you walked out of the exit and it was straight into that scare zone again. Oh. And, there, you know, there was a guy waiting, pretty much waiting for us with a, a chainsaw at that point. And I was like, just come out of a really scary attraction. Now I'm about to get attacked by a, a chainsaw. And it, it's funny that, like, I know it's fake. I know the chainsaw does not have a chain on it. But I do crap myself every time they go for me. I think it's just like the sound and all that. And what I was at work the other day, and a, a lady did, was saying to me, "It's something in the amygdala. Your your fight or flight response does forget or cannot comprehend the fact that this thing is fake." Obviously, some right. pe some people have it better than others because Derek does not get scared by anything in these mazes. And I think the that's not true. Lucy was saying the other day, your girlfriend was telling yeah. us that you were practically screaming through no, our noises. No, no, no. Stop trying to manage yourself up. No, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Oh yeah, sure. All right, look. <laughs> no. And that's it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Just straight up no. Yeah. Denial. <laughs> but yeah, I think that, that was all of the, um, the scare zones, if I'm right. There were, I'm not missing any. I mean, the, the Lycanthorpe High one, which was the, the werewolf school, yeah. it's like a school bus with a DJ inside the school bus playing music, but every time we went past, there wasn't really anything going on. There wasn't, like, I've, not I've, at all. I've watched vloggers who have gone to um, the festival this year going through it and saying about how it was one of their favorite zones and all that. But I don't know, we must have just missed it when it was... Because uh, in fairness, I think quite a lot of the the actors at that location, because basically in the um, the vampire show, the dance show, yep. the, the werewolf school come and like try to take over and they kind of do a dance battle. I'm assuming every time we went there, the, the actors from the werewolf one must have mostly been over at the... 
doing that dance routine once, yeah. once an hour or something. Because there, there was just no one there when we went there, which, you know, it looked cool. And I, I bet it was great when stuff was actually going on. Yeah. But personally for us, it just never hit, did it? Yeah, but then also when we did go over to uh, either uh, scare zone of the two school-based um, locations, I guess. Yeah. Um, some of them were interacting with the uh, with the park visitors. Yeah. Just kind of again, still in character. Just mm. well, they did chat to us a couple of times. Just yeah, they did. Yeah. Almost anything. Yeah, they loved your outfits. They loved our outfits. Yeah. We um, were we were dressed up as punks for the day, or at least punk. that yeah. they they said we were dressed up as punks. We were mostly in just what we wear anyway. <laughs> so Leather jackets and jeans. Yeah. Yeah. It was me in my blue hoodie, and they were like. You're not punk at all. Yeah, yeah, they were like, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's our best mate. But uh, yeah, he just doesn't dress like us. They were certainly very, very good characters. Yeah, no, on massive props to, to those people. Um, oh, the, yeah, there was another scare zone I forgot. There was um, the Swarm Invasion. So over over uh, by the... Yes, over by the Swarm Ride. Yeah, the Swarm Roller Coaster. They had... Um, there wasn't much there though. There was no, three like, armoured guys with guns. Yeah. And one like sort of nut, nutter. Yeah, like a conspiracy theorist, mm. wasn't it? But yeah, that, that's another one that I, I saw on other people's vlogs. They had really good interactions and all that. I feel like quite a lot of the time, because Thought Park's done really well with its how they treat vloggers and stuff like that. I do feel like maybe they got a bit more attention than the average park goer. I guess because you've got to think it's a theme park where there's thousands of people wandering through every day. They can't react with everyone, but I did feel like every time we went through there, I didn't really see that many actors. Well, as we just mentioned, especially at the uh, Swarm Invasion, I mean, yeah, yeah, they did have the uh, the um, I guess appropriate uh, themed characters uh, there, but it's just what. Four, five, six characters there, and that's it. Yeah. A couple of uh, military people with some claw-like hands holding. Yeah, their, I, I think holding they, their gun. They were meant to be part of the invasion, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, like two of the nutters or something. Yeah. And that was it was it. still good. Like not not bashing it at all. It's just I, no. I do feel like we had some really good interactions with other characters, like in other scare zones. Like I guess you can't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't have it perfect every way yeah um but but moving on to the uh, the main attractions that we were there for the two scare mazes we'll go by when we did them so first first, was... first one we did was roots of evil yeah um storyline was basically um plants had sort of taken over and started come. attacking and stuff like that yeah like come alive and uh, infected humans yeah um Derek, we'll go to you first. What were your thoughts on Roots of Evil? Personally, I found it quite boring. I think because um, because obviously I was at the back of the pack, so you guys got the jump right. scares. True. So I, I didn't actually get any really interaction with it. Right. I was yeah. Just walking through the wood bit, like hoping for something, but yeah, it didn't happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a bit like that. I I mean, even when, because I was at the front of our group for that one, I still I I didn't really rate. I mean, I, I jumped quite a few times, but I, I wouldn't say it was the best. It was just kind of like a couple people in ghillie suits. Yeah. Um, it, it wasn't a lot of theming, was it? I think because 
because it was all about plants coming alive, they kind of just sent you through the wooded area at the back of the theme park. Yeah, so they and had that... actors dressed as, just as you said, ghillie suits. Um, yeah. Uh, with like parts of branches and leaves on them. And then, I guess, military people and scientists and stuff, which kind of also fit the scene. Yeah, it definitely fit. It had a good storyline. Definitely, like, I do feel like it had a good story to it. There could be more to it. Yeah, yeah. But I think, to be honest, we, we weren't completely sold on that one. So I think it was quite fortunate that the second one we did, our final thing for the evening, was Platform 15. Yeah, with um, uh, with Platform 15, uh, we decided to go in uh, two different groups. So mm. myself and my girlfriend uh, would go in one group and then you and Derek, Matt, uh, would go in a separate group. Yeah. Because generally uh, it is you, Matt, at the front, then me in the middle, and then Derek yeah. in the back. Like, it's yeah. always uh, the same kind of experience with every different type of escape room or scare maze that we tend <laughs> to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for this time, we thought we'd change it up a bit and hopefully try and get some uh, uh, some more interaction individually. Mm. And that we did. Um, uh, my girlfriend and I went, uh, went, went before you guys. Yeah. And we definitely did, just us two together by ourselves we definitely got more interaction than, yeah. uh, than as we normally do as a, uh, a trio or as a four. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah, Platform 15 was certainly a very, very uh, exciting scare maze with uh, all sorts of different uh, jump, too many jump scares, personally, um, but still worth it. Um, all the different, uh, all the different uh, actors popping out of little tiny corners and curtains and uh but yeah the the storyline of that that one was basically just the a train had disappeared well i mean for for the past few years it's all been about finding the train and they they changed it up completely this year you went the other way for this one this time it was fi about finding the conductor of the train and kind of like finishing up that storyline um, I mean, it was quite good, wasn't it? There was a whole bit where you went past the train that was on its side, and it, it was—it uh, had like a flame thing yes. built into it, and it would just shoot up fire every now That's and then. That's right. Yeah, that, that was quite intense. That happened with us definitely. Yeah, and and definitely, as you were saying, with the um, the interaction, we had some amazing scares on our one. There was this one bit where we were going past like a um, a little shack. And there, there was a fella down on the right just staring me out. And I was like, Derek, I don't like the look of this guy. Yeah, our attention is focused <laughs> on this guy. And then all of a sudden, from our left, someone just came burning, just bursting out the curtains. I, I don't think I've screamed quite that hard for a long time. It was kind of... I, I can remember very well my arms just shooting up to my chest and just going... <laughs> at this person, um, I mean, they must have—they must get a right laugh. Oh yeah, it made me things. jump, and I don't normally jump. That's the thing, yeah. I like, genuinely so off guard. I think most of the time you get your happiness by me screaming at things. Oh yeah, that's... I think that's where you sort of find it funnier. <laughs> is how much I tend to get terrified. But yeah, um, that that was quite a lot of um, stuff about Thought Park. I mean, are we hoping next year? For, for Thought Park Fright Nights, if they can bring it back. What, what are we hoping for? Are we hoping it's going to be um, 
purely just scare mazes or do you want to see a, a mix of scare mazes with scare zones or were you just happy with two paid mazes and the rest being scare zones? I well, think pretty much the same as it was this year because I really, really enjoyed this yeah. year. Last year with just the mazes, it was just too many. It was just too much queuing for them. And it was just like you spend half your day queuing and it's just like not as enjoyable. Yeah. Whereas this year, you pay for the mazes, you get your time slot, you go straight in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, for me personally, like this is my first ever, I guess, kind of version of Fright Nights. Yeah. Uh, I've only ever been to Thought Park once before last year. Yeah. I think in March, April, kind of May time. Um, so Fright Nights was the first Halloween. Oh no, 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 no Tully's in. Yeah, because we've done Tully's before. Yeah, that was my first. So I guess Fright Nights was the first uh, at that Thought Park I've yeah. done of their their version of it so uh from from what i've heard from several um uh, from previous years is that it sounds more exciting than what happened in the past as opposed to this year yeah as you mentioned there were like several more um different scare mazes and activities and festivities and stuff going on around the park as opposed to this year they have a few little different um, areas uh, with two paid scare mazes. I would have preferred personally to have gone for the uh, uh, for the previous years and had a lot more opportunity to do a lot more. Yeah, yeah. I, I think as much as I, I really enjoyed the scare zones, uh, I thought it was really cool getting to interact with more characters. Like as we were saying at the vampire show, we we had a couple of vampires literally talk to us for maybe like five, ten minutes oh, yeah, or whatever, you know, um, but it definitely I'd like to see more than two scare mazes. Oh yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they brought back more, I would want to have to pay £10 each because to, I, to I, add 20 quid onto our, you know, it's quite expensive to get into Thought Park in the first place. Yeah, I wouldn't want to pay extra for those scare mazes. Yeah, no. Not. That, that was the first year, I know at Alton Towers, because Derek's done that before, you have to pay for all of the scare mazes, but they only have about three every year anyway. It's not as many there was as three when I went. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they had like the scare zones as well. Right, okay, so they kind of did just adopt the Alton Towers method for this year. Um but yeah, I, I would like to see more I mean the the space for for scare mazes at Thought Park, obviously from years of them having six mazes in one year or whatever, they've got enough space to be able to do more things um, but obviously just with covid and having to pay that amount of money they couldn't and bring know. back the walking dead ride oh yeah they closed that for covid didn't they so that was charlie's favorite ride which was a bit sad that they didn't have it open yeah i'm not much of a mega fast crazy coaster kind of person so going on uh, walking dead for the first time when i went to thought park last year i ended up going on it five times that day because <laughs> it was just perfect for me yeah. And so I was really, really hoping to go on it again this year, but uh, nope. No, it's sad, wasn't it? But hopefully, you know, on to brighter things is that we'll get past COVID hopefully by Halloween next year. Oh, yeah. And we'll, so. you know, we'll be able to have a lot more stuff back. Um, but I think for now, that is the end of episode one of the Scare Squad podcast. Um, I hope we've not been too boring. Um, and hopefully, You'll join us again in the future when we uh, we do other bits and pieces. Looking forward to the next one.
I am too. Yeah, good. Cool. Take it easy, guys, and keep watching horror films. <laughs>